Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about this article in the New York Times. Well, apparently, honeybees are just disappearing all over the country. Tens of millions of them. All right, let's hear some theories about why this might be happening. Nobody? You're not interested in what happened to the bees? Excuse all the teachers. The administration makes us teach with a foot of snow on the ground. What is this? There appears to be an event happening. Security and the CDC has reported attacks. Boston, Philadelphia, Maryland. White House officials claims the CIA has a defense against chemical weapons. I don't understand what you say. She says everyone's dead outside. What's going on? We lost contact. With whom? Everyone. Government's testing something there that went wrong. The affected area now includes California. Authorities are not feeling by the sheer numbers of attacks that a terrorist group being responsible is becoming less and less likely. Science will come up with some reason to put in the books. But in the end, it'll be just a theory. Fail to acknowledge that there are forces at work beyond our understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Ugh, tonight. We are happening. Steve, what's happening? Everything is happening. Happening? You know what's happening? Happening. I'm getting a little thirsty. Happening, happening, happening. <laughs> 2008's The Happening. Happening! From M. Night Happelong. Yeah. M. Night Happening! They say happening like a thousand <laughs> times during this movie. We looked it up. Somebody said there was only 25. I know that's a goddamn fucking lie. Spoiling my fun facts, babe. Fucking lie. Fucking lie. <laughs> Fine, we'll just have to watch it again and count Let's get for drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better idea. Let's do that. What do you got, babe? Ah, oh, I have a beer from Three Mugs. M-U-G. I kept thinking everybody was saying Three Monks. M-O-N-K-S. <laughs> or Three Pugs. Or Three Pugs. But no, Three Mugs Brewing Company. Pillsbury, Oregon. Yeah, we were just up in Oregon for the... Uh, 
American Homebrewers Association uh, Homebrew Con. Although it reached past America, we had Canadians and we had uh, Aussies. Aussies, yeah. Cool. See, this is a beer. We don't remember what beer we got. <laughs> we may have been drinking. We do know it was delicious. Yes, we did Uber. So I'm gonna pop the top. Oh, oh yeah, my top. This is a growler. I can't tell from the smell. <laughs> here, why don't you pour some in here and I'll give it a looky-loo. Ooh, yeah, it looks like it might be the Kolsch. I think we got the Kolsch. We were debating between a Kolsch and a uh, white chocolate raspberry, like, Pilsner or something that was delightful. Yes, I believe this is the Kolsch. All right. This looks like a Kolsch. Oh, it is beautiful and crystal clear. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is the Kolsch. This is a damn near perfect Kolsch. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, got a little more body than like a Pilsner or, you know, a lighter pale ale kind of beer, but uh, yeah, uh, excellent mouthfeel. It has a nice full body on it without being overpowering. It's malt forward, but has just enough hops to balance it out. It is like crystal clear. It's got a white foamy head. It smells nice and malty. This is a great beer. If you find yourself up there or if you find yourself able to try Three Mugs beers, every single beer we had there was top notch. Yeah, and they had like 24 or something like that on tap. Yeah, so. plus a bunch that weren't on tap. Yeah. Turns out the owners are um, father and son team who owned a homebrew shop for like 40 years before this, so novices at beer making. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but great guys, phenomenal beer. Yeah, they even poured at a homebrew con too, which was awesome. I'm going to go ahead and say best beer we had of the trip. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Kolsch was good. They mm -hmm. had their uh, Death Czar Imperial Stout. They had like oh. four different variations or whatever on the tap yeah. room. Yeah, I think there were different runnings because it went like 15%, 10 10%, 8%, 3%. And he was like, try wow. the light one first. Yeah. Uh, but The Happening. Oh, The Happening. Uh, written, produced, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. But not starring... We'll get more to that later. Yeah, right. Ooh. <laughs> do you feel an icy chill on the back of yeah, your neck? I do. What's happening? <laughs> Is it a happening? <laughs> no, I just put my icy cold fingers on the back of Steve's neck. Yeah. They're icy cold from the beer, not because of my icy heart. <laughs> <laughs> Keep telling yourself nothing. <laughs> but yes, the happening. Oh, uh, Also starring Mark Wahlberg as Elliot Moore. Marky Mark! And Zoe Deschanel as his wife, Alma Moore. <laughs> so these are character actors who were genuinely considered likable. They are so unlikable in this movie. It's true. No one is likable in this movie. Do you blame the writing and or direction? Keep in mind, this was ten years ago, too. So Marky Mark's big break before this was like... Marky Mark Italian and the job. Breakfast Bunch gang. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was an Italian job before this, and then... Um, uh, departed. Pain. Yeah, departed. He was in. Well, he, he a small role, but yeah. He was in it. He was in it. Don't take it, it away from him. <laughs> That's on top of his resume. Goddamn it! You don't take that away from. That is the highest rated film he's done today. It goes departed. Entourage. <laughs> various Transformers. Max Payne. Pain and fear. Gain. Pain and gain. Shooter. The happening. Oh God, we've seen so many Marky Mark movies. <laughs> And the best part is, in our private conversation, he is always Marky Mark. He is never Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see him when the Wahlbergers or whatever opens up out here. Yes! 
Wahlburgers? <laughs> when are we going to try some Wahlburgers? Uh, they got open first. Also, when are we going to get a hold of some Hansen Mhop beer? I have no the idea. The Han- Hansen band, yeah, the brothers. Oh, I am aware. I'm yeah, aware. now that they're not small and cute and chubby, they make beer <laughs> called Mhops. They are not sponsoring our podcast, though. No, so. but they should. <laughs> they should. You know what? If you're if you're listening, Hansons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyone named Hanson? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know your first names. I'm going to assume Chris, Jacob, and Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> the little one was not a girl. I, 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 I was talking about the middle one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he wasn't a girl either. <laughs> this is not going well. Uh, Marky Mark. <laughs> you don't want to talk about that happening. Uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah. He's in this movie. He's a legit Super actor. unlikable in this movie, too. <laughs> Somehow. And I like John Leguizamo. All right. So we open up with clouds for the credits. Yeah. And instead of just finding some dark clouds, they just threw a filter over bright, happy, sunny clouds. Yeah. <laughs> the ominous music. So then we go to uh, Central Park. And there's uh, a couple of girls just sitting on a bench reading, as, you know, girls in their 20s do. It's like, oh my god, I forgot where I am in this book! Oh, you're right to the part where the aliens landed and they're allergic to water and wood? No, I'm pretty sure I'm at the part where the husband's dismembering his wife and he's starting to, like, have some regrets because he's realizing he's got feelings for her. Oh, that's right. We're reading different books. <laughs> <laughs> scene all right um <laughs> so fun, fucking good at this fun fact super fun fact that was better acted than the scene in the movie <laughs> okay okay yes the the, the whole movie i i, I some of oh, the worst no. acting i've ever seen uh, like we 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 watched Rat Scratch Fever right after, <laughs> and there was a slightly more passion into it. She was more upset about that rat crawling into her vagina than they are about <laughs> killing themselves. <laughs> and I don't know if it's a, a directional thing or what. It's just like, okay, I want you to react to what's, ha- to what's happening, but not with reaction, with internal gas i I don't know like (laughs) just the flatulence of this movie really tells i want you to act with your eyes but not by moving your eyebrows do do you understand what i'm saying do you see the pain in my eyes no perfect all right (laughs) camera two get on that no uh so the girls are there they're having ridiculous conversation while reading book and then one of them realizes that everybody's kind of just frozen standing in the park Mm -hmm. like are you are you seeing what's happening? She looks over at her friend who's just frozen, s- frozen, staring. Oh, and people are starting to walk backwards. And this part got yeah. nice and eerie. Like I'm okay oh, yeah. with this. Yeah, because you have no idea what's happening. Happening. By the way, take a shot every time we say happening. Oh, we will say it less than they say it in the fucking movie. And I just said it 45 times in a row. <laughs> that's 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 the happening drinking game. Just take a shot every time they say happening. No, they will die. They will die. Do not do every, that. Every I... five minutes, you'll take three shots in about eight seconds. No. It's perfectly don't do safe. It. No, don't do it. You will die. <laughs> we cannot tell people to do that, Steve. They okay. will die. Maybe Stork because he has the goddamn like one of the hardest working livers <laughs> like true. in this country, but <laughs> And every time you hear somebody uh recite a gif, that's when you take a shot of blue curacao and chase it. <laughs> what? No. Anyway. 
Uh, most so, unbelievable what no in the history of what knows. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely up there. Oh no, Prometheus! <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> critic reference achieved. Yeah, we can play the critic reference drinking game. Every time we make a critic <laughs> reference, you take a shot. Oh, can't do what we're saying happening. <laughs> Whenever someone says "All hail Duke," Duke is life. All right, 13 minutes in. You want to start talking about second 18 of this movie? Uh, okay. <laughs> so the girl who's staring into nothingness slowly reaches up and pulls a hairpin out of her hair and jams it right into her jugular. No, that's not a hairpin, honey. That's a chopstick she had crammed in her fucking hair. Same thing. No, like a hairpin or those little I, metal things that girls sprinkle around apartment buildings to, like, piss off guys. For them to step on? Yeah. Have you ever found a hairpin in this house? No. Yeah, I don't own them. <laughs> I don't yeah, you know don't. To, I don't know how to use them, Steve. <laughs> but I do have to sprinkle do, do you have chopsticks in your hair? I know how to use chopsticks. <laughs> Fine. A, a metal, silvery chopstick. <laughs> yeah. That's about yeah. three times too big for actually using as a chopstick. Yeah. She pulls it out, jams it into her jugular. Yeah. Bitch dead. Um. <laughs> oh, she did. And a dog runs away from people. Well, the dog knows what's up. <laughs> the dog's like, fuck this dog! <laughs> this bitch is crazy! Run! By the way, and then, like, the fade-out is on a bush just, like, shaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that right there... I'm not gonna lie, this is actually the first time I'd seen this movie. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, the bush did it! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody suspects the bush! <laughs> that should, like, this is like an episode of Perry Mason when, like, you have a special guest! <laughs> with, the, with special guest, Oak Tree! With special guest, Bush! <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name's Gavin. I'm from Bush. He's the killer! <laughs> and you're listening to The Happening. Happening! What's happening, Steve? What happens <laughs> Shit next? It is happening. So then we go to a construction site just mm-hmm. outside of the park, uh, three blocks away or something like that, it says. And there's four men telling a, a joke of some sort. I, I don't even tell if he really got to the punchline, but they started laughing until. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh shit, McHenry, McHenry fell, or whatever the hell his name was. No, no, they, they just—they all slowly turn around and slowly walk over. Like, oh, that's odd. There's a man on the ground. <laughs> hey, little buddy, it's gonna be You're okay. It's gonna be okay. Let me tussle your hair a little bit, and then I might. Huh, that's kind of odd. Is, is What's that going Davis? on? <laughs> yeah, th- any. A fucking hard hat falls from a building and everybody on a construction site loses their shit and shuts everything the fuck down. Yeah, they just kind of stand around. They didn't take cover or anything, too, when there was, like, a dozen people falling from the sky. They're just kind of looking up like, what is happening? That's interesting. Don't see that one every day. Jesus, Mary and Joseph with the music swelling and everything, too. And then we smash cut to, hey, guys, have you heard the story of the New York Times about the honeybeans? Yeah, because, where are they supposed to be, New Jersey? Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, because Philadelphia (laughs) high schoolers are reading the New York fucking Times. Exactly. By the way, not established there in Philadelphia at this time. I was confused. I thought they were in New York. It was too, yeah. In Central Park still. But it's not until a good five, six minutes later when they're like, oh yeah, we're in in Philadelphia, but it's only affecting New York. Okay, so let's let's put us back into that moment. Are New York high schoolers reading the New York Times? No, probably not. Are they giving a wild fuck at all? No, and that's why he's trying to bring it up. These bees are dying off. 
by the tens of millions. You heard the trailer. So he's like, did you read this article about the bees dying? They haven't even found any bodies. So how do you know they're dead, Marky Mark? But we'll get past that. Because what are your theories on it? We didn't fucking hear about the bees until two seconds ago. Do you think I have a comprehensive theory? Oh, I think that possibly they all packed up, moved to South America, and assumed the name Mr. Pilkington. (laughs) (laughs) We all know the answer. Obama. (laughs) He's hoarding the bees. (laughs) He keeps them in an underground bunker and forces them to mine for diamonds. (laughs) That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Oh my god. Sweetie, why why the bees and not ants to be digging for diamonds? Because nobody suspects the bees. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody ever suspects the bush. If all the ants disappeared, everybody'd be fucking happy. But no, the bees disappear and we're like, where in the fuck are our pollinators? What am I gonna sweeten my my organic uh, artisanal avocado toast with? Gotcha there. <laughs> He's wiping out hipsters, plants, <laughs> and taking all the diamonds. It's diabolical. And they're taking our di- diamond mining jobs. <laughs> and yeah, and he's taking jobs away. And like because like he's turning all the coal into diamonds, he's taking coal away. <laughs> See? This is fucking diabolical. I, I... I don't think you should get that newsletter <laughs> anymore, sweetie. It is really affecting your judgment. But that's where they get the best beef jerky recipes, Steve. That is Do true. Do you want beef jerky? Those... Or... <laughs> Do you want beef jerky or less rants? You have to decide. All right, fine. <laughs> so anyway, after Marky Mark, I don't know, questions the kids about things they oh, have no idea about. And and... completely traumatizes some poor kid saying he was going to look like fucking Dobby in like five more years. (laughs) Your nose and ears are going to grow nothing else. So you better start learning about science. Fuck, bro. That got dark really quick. Marky Mark is a mean teacher. Ah, but don't worry. Your face is perfect now. Also, did they learn anything about bees or did they just talk bullshit like I just did? No, no. They were talking about the scientific method. How you you speculate, you assume, you buckle down, and you assert. I think that's the scientific method, right? Oh, don't forget penetrate. Penetrate, <laughs> penetrate. penetrate. Yeah, penetrate in there somewhere. That's Yeah. No, he screams at some sort of scientific method as the, at them as they walk out the door, and all they know is that there's some sort of traumatic event in New York big enough to send them home from school. They're totally paying attention to this. Yep. <laughs> totally. By the way, we find out the principal of this high school is uh, <laughs> Rabbit from Twister. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, more people may know him as Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but Yeah, no, but people but listening to it. this podcast know he's <laughs> rabbits and you never ever fold his maps. Basically what what they hear is people are dying in New York, they assume it's chemical warfare. Mm-hmm. So send the kids out into it? Send them home? We're release the children. By the way, this is what we thought when it was, it was in New York. It was after this they basically point out like, oh, you're in Philadelphia. So, oh, okay, that makes a little more sense, but... So, Steve, that. <laughs> is this movie pre-9-11, post-9-11? Oh, post. Like, seven years post. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're using the kids as our test subjects. Yeah, well, you know. We can make more of them. Yeah, they're, they're canaries, you know. Children are not our future. Robots are our future. <laughs> Robots are the future. <laughs> kids were our past. Look it up. I, okay, and so, the, yeah, the teachers and everybody, they're leaving. Elliot is talking to... It's Marky Mark, honey. Uh, his buddy Julian, played by John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo and Marky Mark are having a conversation in the hall. And the conversation is, Marky Mark says, Well, I was just talking to my wife, and 
She sounded weird. I I can't really say more. Then why the fuck did you even bring it up? Oh, this is after John Leguizamo had a whole thing about my mom won't stop calling me, so I gave her a math problem. That'll keep her busy for a while. Yeah, don't sh- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it happens a couple times in this movie where he's like, all right, I'm going to give you a math problem to figure out. Give it- um, no. Why don't you just answer the <laughs> By the way, honey. You me like a goddamn human being. If, if there was a traumatic event happening... And you gave me a math problem. You know what's going to happen? Fuck you, Steve. I'm not doing math in the middle of this. I have shit to focus on. Why don't you ask me to spell? Fucker. I will spell before I do math, and I am not in the mood to fucking spell. Speaking of your wedding day, did you cry on your wedding day? Yes. Okay. A lot. Should I should I read into that like uh, John Leguizamo did on my cr- Marky Mark's wedding my day? My tears were more over my family being ridiculous. Hi, family. I love you, but you were ridiculous. And uh, the preacher basically canceling it three hours beforehand. Hmm. But, but I'm still not but, bitter but, about it. But, but it wasn't because you, you were making a huge mistake. And oh no, I'd moved past that months ago during the engagement. <laughs> I was into I was uh, into acceptance at that point. I gone through my stages <laughs> after bargaining and denial, and <laughs> I finally just sucked it up and yeah accepted my sentence but apparently marky mark's wife was crying on her wedding day yeah ladies go ahead men men anybody message us did you cry on your wedding day yeah did you cry at your wedding steve steve held back tears during our ceremony (laughs) sure did mostly because our officiant kept making fart jokes (laughs) (laughs) but that's for another podcast (laughs) i think we've mentioned it on a couple (laughs) but Oh, God damn it. Um, anyways, around this time in the movie, remember yeah. remember what's happening? Happening. Um, there's a CDC spokesperson on the news saying that, oh, apparently it's some sort of neurological agent that's been introduced in the air. And, oh, and it's uh, all natural. All, all We've natural and told. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how do you know this in two hours? You can't figure shit out in two weeks. Dude, when the <laughs> asbestos thing, or the no, anthrax thing was happening, it would take them like nine months to figure out it was actually anthrax. And they were like, oh shit, nine months ago there was anthrax in this building. I guess we better clean it out now. Uh, and it's around this time uh, we're introduced to uh, Alma, played by Zoe Deschanel. Uh, she's getting God, a she's a lifeless vessel in this movie. Everybody, yeah. Everyone you know, especially, is. Especially this one. I mean, I, I, did, I actually just realized this. Zoe Deschanel has been a thing for 15 years. Yeah. She's cute. Yeah. Well, like, Elf was 2003. Yeah. And this was five years after that, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. And the thing is that she can be fun and perky. They do not take advantage of this. No. So we're like, ugh, I'm mad at you. I'm going to sit <laughs> need... somewhere else on the train. And Knight's casting. He's like, <sighs> all right, I need an actress, but with dead doll eyes. Well, like, there's the Deschanel sisters, but I think one of them's busy making bones. <laughs> I think one of them's on bones. Uh, she's got a little sister, though. Remember that chick from Elf? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Marky Mark would fuck that. Yeah, is she blonde? <laughs> uh, not in this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, she's getting a call from someone named Joey, but like hangs up on her real quick. Mm-hmm. And oh, she just like stares at her phone on the table for a uh, while. For a good 10 Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And then the worst jump scare ever when Marky Mark just comes in the door behind uh, her. Oh my god! My husband <laughs> came home during a national emergency! Right. Steve! The towers have fallen! What are you doing home? <laughs> <laughs> um, packing? <No. laughs> so then we go to the train station. 
because everybody's getting out of town. Everybody's getting out of town. They're going to I don't know meet people in New Jersey or the family or yeah, something. Yeah, they're going to see somebody's mother-in-law or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, something. I don't care. <laughs> and then along the way, uh, we cut back to Rittenhouse Park in Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. and there's a cop and a cabbie talking, and it's I'm like, oh, wait. Kind of chilly, isn't it? Yeah, chillier than most days. It was some bullshit conversation like mm-hmm. that. And then they all tend to freeze up. Cop caps himself in the head. Gun yep. falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. Cabby walks out of his cab, grabs the gun, caps himself. Gun hits the ground. Some lady just walking on the sidewalk, walks over, picks up the gun, caps herself. And it's around this time Izzy had this wonderful idea. Oh, this is my theory. <laughs> I think this was the original script of the movie, that we were just going to follow, like, weapons around. And, like, when the gun ran out of bullets, then it was going to be, like, somebody pulls out, like, a pocket knife and slits their throat. And then that gets passed around. And then, like, like it's all just from the point of view of various weapons. And they were just like, no. M. Night, no. No. <laughs> no experimental films. We've already given you enough budget. <laughs> Please, please fill this out a little bit more. Cram Marky Mark in there. He's a thing. He's a thing now. <laughs> we'll make him a thing. <laughs> we made Steve Gutenberg a star. <laughs> it's uh. the stonecutters. They're the ones who kidnapped the bees and are forcing him to work in underground mines. <laughs> Save the bees, people, please. Don't buy diamonds. It leads no. to more bee kidnappings. <laughs> <laughs> and bee soldiers and oh, just little larval soldiers, honey. They haven't even gotten their wings yet. <laughs> so back on the train to Jersey or wherever, mm-hmm. um, they start getting word that it's it's spreading to other cities all along the northeast. Oh, seaboard. Yeah, and so the train goes into hysteria, by ah! which people are just kind of standing and saying stupid stuff and, and speculating and. Talking to people on phones so you don't actually have to see what's going on. You can just mm-hmm. kind of hear and imagine with the theater of the mind. Uh, but they, they stop the train. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets off the train. Because that's what you would do in the middle of a crisis. In Felton? Uh, Filbert. Filbert, that's right. It's a nut. Okay. A Filbert is a type of nut. Is it? It is! I don't see him at the store. <laughs> it is. They, the, there are some of the ones that come in... You know those holiday mixes where it's still in, like... You, everybody has that crazy oh, relative yeah, who gets yeah. the one still in the shells, and there's yeah. the ones where he's like, what the fuck kind of nut is that? And you crack it open, and you're like, this doesn't even taste right. That's probably the Filbert. Oh, that's the Filbert. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. I gotta remember what the Filbert one is. Keep reading, Steve. So they get off the train, and Marky Mark goes to talk to the conductors and find out what's going on. Filbert is a hazelnut. Oh. Sorry. I like hazelnut better. Let's go with that. So they're in the town of Hazelnut. In the town of Hazel, Pennsylvania. <laughs> but yeah, basically the train conductor is like, We've lost contact. With who? Everyone. Everyone. By the way, in that commercial, it said it spread to California. It has not spread to California. No, no. And not at any point in the movie. We just want to clear that up right now. Yeah, I find trailers lie a lot. They play songs that aren't in the movie. They give you erroneous information. They give you too much information nowadays. Like... I mean, the spoilers are real. We just watched a couple of trailers, and I was like, fuck, I don't think I need to even see these movies. I don't know how these are connected, but, uh, oh, it was uh, the new Mission Impossible. And I'm like, oh. Oh, Fallout, yeah. It, it just shows, like, 15 scenes where he's, like, about to die, and it's like, well, obviously he doesn't die in any of those scenes, because yeah, otherwise then he can't get to any of them. Yeah. 
Oh my god, him and Rihanna, Rihanna merge their programming and become the ultimate super weapon. <laughs> uh, it's also around this time, uh, Alma says, I don't like to show my emotions either, and I fucking bust out laughing. To the little girl. Yeah, to the little girl. I don't girl. like showing my emotions to people. Oh, by the way, so yeah, there's a little, like, what do you say, about 12, 13-year-old girl? Yeah, it's uh, John Leguizamo's girl. Yeah, John Leguizamo's daughter's with them, too. John Leguizamo's wife is taking another train. She was out of town um, doing, we found out right about here, uh, some birthday shopping for the daughter. And uh, so she wasn't able to meet them at the train station. The trains were full by the time she got there, so she was on a bus. Yeah. Headed towards Princeton? Yeah, Princeton, I assume New Jersey. That's the only Princeton I know of offhand. Uh, Princeton, Texas. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's at this time uh, everybody kind of just goes to the closest diner there in Filbert and that's when we see the uh, lion cage video mm-hmm. somebody in the Philadelphia Zoo just just walking over to lion and like touching it on the head and then mm-hmm. flips, like rips their rips his arms off and he has no reaction <laughs> and then he to walks it. over and does it to another lion with the other arm so so in this the toxin as I keep referring to it they've mentioned it basically cuts out your self-preservation if you've lost your self-preservation, does that mean you immediately go kill yourself? Or does that just mean you aren't afraid? Like, like if you are happen to be in a situation where you might die, you don't have that sense of self-preservation. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. I feel like people would keep going for a while as opposed to just killing yeah. themselves immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird... It seems like everybody's just like, oh, oh, I lost my self-preservation, now I immediately have to kill myself, as opposed to man, I really want to go pet that lion. That'd be awesome. And there's not that instinct of, no, you shouldn't do that. That lion will rip you apart. It's more, yeah. man, I really want to stab myself in the neck with a fucking chopstick? Yeah, this is the thing. And then, yeah. like, the guy with the arms ripped off, he apparently lost all his pain sensors, too? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it would almost be more fascinating if everybody was also, like, in agony while doing it. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, no! Ah! Why? I gotta do it more. <laughs> yeah, right. ah, Lion, help me, <laughs> protect me. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, and there's also a news report where it's like, oh, it's all along the eastern seaboard now, and there, Filbert is apparently right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So everybody just flees as best they can. Yeah. Uh, everybody's like hitching rides with people that are, I guess, were there at the diner anyway. And this is where Elliot and Alma and they get offered a ride from uh, the hot dog dude. That's all I can remember. Hot, uh, dog, hot dog nursery dude. He owns dude. the local nursery. Yeah. They're heading out of town, but they have to stop by the nursery to pick up a few things. They have a big station wagon. They got room in the back. And John Leguizamo says, no, I got to go to Princeton. There's a Jeep over who's willing to take me. You take my daughter. Marky Mark goes, are you fucking stupid? You you haven't heard from your wife in two hours. You don't know what's happened. And John Leguizamo like, want me to throw some math I gotta at you? try. Yeah, let me throw some math at you. 62% chance. You know, it's a good chance. I can get it. Whatever. Um, He's pulling those numbers literally out of his ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, at this point, you have no idea what the percentages are because you don't know what all the factors are. Uh, Anyway, yeah. And by the the most patient drivers in the world, they have like a a two-hour conversation. Well, by the way, it's the fucking apocalypse. Yeah. And then... Marky Mark and Zoe Deschanel just watch him drive off into the sunset while this other family's like, uh, we still gotta go back to our nursery and, you know, So, like, do you want us to hit you up on the way back when we're heading out of town? Right? Or, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, let's get, let's oh, get in the station wagon. Do you know why they had to go back to the nursery? Uh, why, sweetie? 
to deliver exposition <laughs> about plants and to get hot dogs and mustard. Yes, the nursery that was next to the nuclear power plant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hot dogs get a bad rap, sweetie. I know, they're tube-shaped, plenty of protein, very nutritious. You eat hot dogs, don't you? Jesus Christ. M. Knight writes horrible dialogue. He really, really does. <laughs> I'm sorry, M. Knight. M. See, this is the thing. M. Knight has some really fascinating ideas. <clears throat> Indeed. If he could concept and then have somebody else like do the screenwriting, like if we took this movie and gave it to S.S. Wilson, yeah. how much fun would this movie be? Yeah, it'd be funner. That's for sure. I don't think they're looking for fun, though, in a movie called The Happening, unless it's, what's the happening? Hey... The trees did it! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody suspects the bush! <laughs> it's that one fucking bush in Central Park. He started he's all of it. He's following us somehow. He was tired of hobos peeing on him, and he's just like, fuck everything. <laughs> Guys were rioting. <laughs> he incited a riot. Oh, uh, jeez. But yes. So then we cut back to John Leguizamo with, uh, <clears throat> riding along in the Jeep. They mm-hmm. get to Princeton. And there's people fucking hanging in the middle of, like, Oak yeah. Alley. Yeah! They lynched themselves! They 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 went and found, like, 30-foot ladders, mm-hmm. they got the rope, they yeah. tied off the nooses, and just hung themselves. There's, well, like, eight of them. Only the ex-Boy Scouts, because Boy Scouts are always prepared. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was one person who didn't know how to tie the noose right and, he just and tried falling. to himself, fell through, broke his leg, and just died from exposure an hour or two later. Right. I don't know. By the way, I, one thing I do have to grant this movie, you don't see a bunch of kid suicides. Yeah. And I am grateful for that. Yeah, that's probably good. I mean, it would have also like made this movie like that much like darker, but at the same time, it, I'm glad it's not that kind of dark. So, babe, <clears throat> if I gave you a penny the first day, oh, two Christ. pennies the second day, four pennies the third day, and kept doubling it, for an entire month, how much money would I have given you over that month? Oh, it's like $10 million. $10 million. I did not believe John Leguizamo when he said that. No. Guess who has the notes written down here of finding out that answer? Oh, <laughs> shit. How much is it, Steve? It's about $10.2 million. Is it? Yep. Because I don't believe it. Oh, trust me. After like day 15 and it was like <laughs> 300 bucks, I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> but it is, it is over it's $10 million. It's just over $10 million. Well, that's the thing. He's like, do you want to know the answer? It's over $10 million. It's like, that's not the answer. That's about the answer. It's about the answer. It's close enough. But you're a fucking math teacher. Yeah. Well. Steve, if Wait. I said the square root was about $10 million and you're a math teacher, am I missing that question? Close enough for me. You're not making a rocket. It's not rocket surgery. You're, you're paying me $10 million. I'm okay with any concept It's of that. over $10 million. That's <laughs> not the answer, you fucking math teacher. Uh, but yeah, shortly after that, he realizes there's a rip in the Jeep, line, the Jeep top. Yep. And then the Jeep goes right into a tree. Yep. Oh, but then he crawls out. And then he crawls out. And, and stabs himself with glass. Yep. And then I've written down, happening, 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 because I believe it said four times in happening? about 12 seconds. Happening, 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 happen. What it's... happened? Happening happened. <laughs> happening happened? <laughs> the happening, happening is happening. Oh, it's happening? When is it happening? Is it happening right now? <laughs> so we go to a literal crossroads, uh, because everybody's going out of town. Fuck. <laughs> Ask me what it means. <laughs> Um, yeah, but there's people coming from all four directions. They mm-hmm. meet there within about 45 seconds of each other. Yep, one of them's a Marine. The, everybody on the base is dead. Yeah. By the way, 
Of all the Marines left, they got Gomer Pyle. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's a mouth breather. No, I don't know. <laughs> Protect <laughs> It helps the filter. He just swallowed the... That's all they had to do oh. to survive? Yeah. The fucking apocalypse with breathed in their mouths? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my god, that means the only people who are left are like Guidos and Gomer Piles. It's a prequel to Idiocracy. <laughs> Damn you! Damn you, trees! You screwed us all! Damn you, Killer Bush! <laughs> and that Bush could not foresee where his actions would lead. <laughs> the wise oak tree is voiced by Morgan Freeman. Yes. Oh, little Bushy did not know what he had done. He could not understand the consequences of his actions. Because <laughs> everybody coming from every direction is like, oh yeah, seven miles back, there's bodies everywhere, everybody's dying. So like, all right, well, we'll just stay right here where nobody's dying at this mm-hmm. exact moment. Mm-hmm. And then there's the mom that's like calling her daughter and like... What? My daughter's in Princeton. She's in Princeton. What, what, I can't understand what you're saying, sweetie. I, we gotta jump out the window, mommy. No, is Calculus. Oh, I see in calculus. 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 Eh. (laughs) What's going on? He sounds like the outside. But by the way, did she even put it on speakerphone so everyone could hear? Oh yeah, she did. Like towards the end. That's right. That's right. Because I was like, yeah, because she handed the phone to Marky Mark. There's a man here who wants to talk to you. Oh yeah. And uh, and then he put it on. I think he put on speaker when he handed it back or something. Whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Don't care. Exposition, because plants can talk. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then the humans were fucked. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Alma confesses her ultimate sin to Elliot. Oh my god! So like that night, I said I was working late. I had tiramisu with a boy. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I just, I was on my period, and I just really needed a snack. And. You've been not. You've been busy grading papers, and you haven't been paying attention to me. Um, I'm just gonna smash cut to like ten minutes later in the movie mm-hmm. when uh, Marky Mark retorts that with, "Oh yeah, well, I went to the pharmacy once, and there was a really cute pharmacist there, and I almost bought cough syrup because she was cute, and I didn't tell you about it." By the way, this is like. Th- it feels like three days later in yeah. movie time. Oh, yeah, but it's like, yeah. And she's just like, what? What okay. are you even talking about? This house oh, looks abandoned. This house looks abandoned. Do you think there's food in it? Yeah. Well, they're, okay, so they're in the group, the people at the crossroads. Decided that the most populated areas are the ones getting hit, and it's becoming, oh, like, yeah, yeah. smaller and smaller towns, so they want to go to a less populated area. So they find the town realtor, and he f- tells them there's a little tiny town that's not on any maps that's just across this field here. So convenient. So we'll just walk across the field. Yep, and then the marine guy stops. My my firearm is my friend. It will not leave my side. It left his side. It left his side, all right. Yeah, he's um, a fucking liar. <laughs> well, he's yeah. a fucking liar. That's right. They, they had just split up just before that. Oh yeah, happen- we're gonna do two groups. Happened. Yeah, for the happening. And then and so they're hearing like the gunshots and stuff over the hill. The group with we're not assholes. And- we have to do something. I won't be one of those people on the internet who doesn't do anything. <laughs> I can't just stand here as an uninvolved observer. And then Mark Mark's like, "Uh, babe, while you were saying that, they're all dead." <laughs> yeah. And then there's the super intense scene where the wind is chasing them across the field, like it's the fucking raptors in Jurassic Park or something. This is where they got the idea from the Mummy, where Tom Cruise runs from wind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he also runs from sand, because I figured out from this movie, wind's not that scary. (laughs) 
Especially when you can't see it. So you see the grass rustling or whatever, but... Sentient grass! Hey guys, there's a truck over there. I'm gonna go check it for a map. Uh, didn't we just say that everything in civilization is setting this off? Yeah. Okay, you have a good time. Alright. Well, the, the door's even open. I don't even have to pull the handle. Okay. You enjoy that. We're gonna stand over here. <laughs> which which leads to nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. But, hey, there's a house over there. Let's go check it out. Oh, no, the, the yeah, he, uh, I don't know, he grabs a briefcase. And they do pass a sign that says future housing oh, development. Yeah, yeah. Then they go in the house that... I knew right off the bat was a model house. Yeah. Does that mean that I've lived near too many model houses? Possibly. Or... <laughs> no. It, 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 they it walked lo- in and everything was perfect. The thing is, in movies, they're all model houses. <laughs> no, but I could even tell that this was staged to be a model house. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the, like, plastic flowers and the food set out. Yeah. Especially like, when they started playing with the food and they're like, oh, it's all fake. And it's like, oh, this is a model house. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. And, like, they start tapping on screens and that. They don't seem to figure that out. They're like, this is so weird. I don't know what's going on. And it's like, you're in a model house. Yeah. And then the people start showing up. Oh, shit, we gotta go. Oh, no, we gotta go. They're gonna set off the plants. And then uh, there's the scene of the lawnmower man. (laughs) (laughs) Worst lawnmower man ever. (laughs) Where it's, like, one of those riding lawnmowers or whatever and guy just standing in front of it. Oh, he lays down. No, he lays down. That's right. He lays down head first. That's right. And he just goes right over him. Marky Mark sends everybody over the hill. He's just got to watch. He's got to. Yeah, he's totally like, (laughs) oh, man. Oh, I should have popcorn for this. Oh, By the oh. way, it reminded me of the scene in the original Jurassic Park. So much blood. So much blood, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that scene reminded me of. Which, by it the totally way, is. is such a boy thing. Oh, yeah. That is a boy thing. I'm not saying that there aren't <laughs> girls who do that, but that is a boy thing right there. Uh, oh, it's also at this point I've written down, nobody talks like this. <laughs> Again, M. Night's dialogue is without reproach and it's one of those things that like in m night there's always like weird kooky movie like characters that don't exist in real life this like took it beyond it like it was like he specifically wasn't trying to make each one too kooky but they still just had that like dialogue that's like no but this is not how human beings talk yeah so they leave and they stumble upon another house that looks like Mm -hmm. it's pretty secured uh, the little girl swinging on the tire swing. Oh, they picked up. Uh, it's basically Elliot, Alma, the little girl, and then like two teenage two boys. Two high school boys. Yeah, that's like their their group right now. They're those yeah, five. Which I think there was supposed to be a connection between him and the boys because like he teaches high school kids. Yeah. But you don't get it. But they pull up to the house. They're like trying to look in, and they mm-hmm. realize it's all oh, boarded up. Oh, there's somebody in there. Excuse me, so, excuse me, can we come in? Do you, do you have some We have food? a little girl who needs food. By the way, guarantee you those teenage boys get hungry before that eight-year-old girl. Oh, right? Yeah. Guarantee yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they're like, they got to use the little girl again in the door, and then it's like, oh, well, while you're feeding yeah. her, can you feed all of us? And then here? basically the people inside are like, fuck you, fuck off. And it's yeah. like, as soon as that you're, happens, you're it's inf- like, leave. You're infected. So do you remember how he shows him he's not infected? Oh, black water, keep on rolling. This little moon, would you keep on shining? Yeah, well, Creedence Clearwater. Yeah. Uh, no? Is that Creedence? The group that sing- says poetry on all their songs. It's, I don't think it's Moody Blues. Moody Blues. It's not Moody Blues. Okay. They do anyway, more like Camelot themed things. <laughs> exactly. With Night and the Dawn of the Age. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you talking about my mom's private music collection? <laughs> Mom knows. 
Uh, but, uh, but, but, yeah. but the guy is basically like, no, go away, fuck off. By the way, they should have just fucking left. There's yeah. plenty of houses in that fucking development. Well, they don't. And the teenagers no. start being dicks and kicking at the oh doors. Oh my god. And then the most satisfying thing in the world happens. <laughs> they're trying to, like, pull shit off the, pull the boards off the windows, try to kick down the door because they're fucking assholes. So they catch shotgun blast right in the yeah. chest. The other one gets a rifle shot right in the ear. Game and I've over, never man. been so satisfied to watch children be murdered. <laughs> Hashtag child murder. I, because I don't care about any of these characters. <laughs> I don't care about any... I don't even care about the little girl. She's like... They've established that they're pretty sure it's the plants. She's fucking swinging on a tire swing. Yeah. Do you think the tree's appreciating that? Totally. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What kind of tree do you think this is? I think it's a maple. You should get that now. Just like five more minutes, okay? She's hungry. Better delivered than the fucking movie. It absolutely was. I was just going to say that. Are, are you auditioning for the part of Alma in the reboot? Oh my god. <laughs> Steve, I once had pancakes. And I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, I ate them alone, but I'm still sorry. <laughs> you know I love that voice so much. <laughs> uh, we're leaving. <laughs> we're leaving. Uh, so they leave, you know. I'm pretty sure they just left the corpses there, right? Oh, yeah. Alma, like, had to drag him away. Because he just kept, like, petting their hair and going, like, I'll keep you safe. I'll I'll keep keep you safe, safe." buddy. Because, like, you see the hole in the back of the head. And then I've written down, oh, we have a special news report. We don't know shit. Yeah, they find a radio tied to a fence in the middle of nowhere. Uh, That was a little earlier, but now this was, like, the actual, like, news report. And they're, like, all making speculations about what it is and who's responsible. They just know it's all natural. So then they go to the next house. Yeah. And they stumble upon an old lady. Oh, before that, they walk up and they're like, this house has definitely been abandoned for years. Look at yeah. all the grass in the driveway. Look at the addition of house. I bet it has food. Yeah. Wait, wait. A totally abandoned house is going to have food? Is it? Well, I mean, maybe they're counting rats as food. Yeah, rats is food. Rats is food? <laughs> <laughs> but while they're looking around, there's an old lady just chilling on her chair. And I suppose the kind thing to do is offer you supper. Now shut up and get in my yeah, house. Don't make me ask you again. Obviously, but, she's off her rocker. And Marky Mark's just sitting there, but fucking silent, just like the Ooh. only time he's quiet in the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he makes the dumbest contemplative faces? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. You know, what, during supper, there's a little exposition about there's a little uh, little speaking tube between the main house and like mm-hmm. the back. I don't know. It's like a potting it? house. It's yeah. like, like where you would. It's. Like, you, you'd grow plants and stuff back there. Yeah, yeah, it's basically just like a, yeah. It's like her potting shed. Why does she have a speaking tube there? Uh, because back during the war, when they were uh, transporting slaves, you know, it was utilized okay. for that. That's yeah. right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, there was some story about the Civil War. That's right. She likes, she's part of the Underground Railroad or something. <laughs> yes, she specifically <laughs> is part of the Underground Railroad. Obviously. She is a vampire, though. But she was de- it was done in an old age. It's a Jacob's letter. She was dead the whole time. <laughs> Holy shit, six cents. <laughs> she was a ghost the whole time. Marky Mark sees dead people. <laughs> I mean, technically, he saw a lot of dead people in this movie. That's true. <laughs> well, that's so, why in the middle of the night, when uh, they hear the noise out there, and she's out there like, You're planning on stealing my stuff! And you get the, the incredible line, What? No. Least convincing no in the history of... I thought he was there to steal shit after yeah. that line. You plan on murdering me in my sleep? No! What? No, I would never do that. Wait. 
I hear you whispering. Planning on stealing something? No, ma'am, we're not. Plan on murdering me in my sleep? What? No! After that whole scene where she accuses him of trying to murder her in her sleep, we smash cut to the next morning. <laughs> and Marky Mark's looking around eerily through the house. Mrs. Jones? Mrs. Jones? Me, me and Mrs. Mrs. Jones! Mrs. Jones. Uh, go to the bedroom, and there's a doll on the bed? By the way, I really wanted the twist to be that she was a doll right? the whole time. That's what I, I really... Like, I'm like, this movie can reach... The, what we used to think of M. Night, like, <laughs> levels. If she's a doll and this thing goes, like, completely off the rails, I would have been in. No explanation. Yeah. Just all of a sudden everybody becomes dolls. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, Mrs. Jones flips out on him. She uh, was behind she him the whole time. Runs out in the house, goes into her garden, and then the wind picks up. And she stops in her tracks. She starts, starts walking backwards. backwards. Mrs. Jones? And she starts walking towards the house, and Marky Mark knows what's up. He shuts that door, locks that door. He bitch, shuts the puts... screen and stares for oh, a good does. three Mississippi, and it's like, that screen ain't gonna keep falling out, buddy. <laughs> By the way, uh, as somebody with seasonal allergies, those old-ass windows aren't keeping pollen out either. <laughs> it's, it's true. There, there's, there may be a loophole or two in this movie. What? No! Uh, but Mrs. Jones wants in the house, so she yeah, does it the Mrs. only way Jones. she knows how face first through the window oh she smacks into the wall a bunch of times too oh well that yeah but that's a little more resistance so then she goes to the window crashes through that yeah goes to the next one around the corner crashes through that and marky mark locks himself in the kitchen yeah yeah locks himself in the kitchen and then goes down into the basement where because he oh that's right because he heard uh alma yeah. and the little girl through the the speaker yeah. tube yeah and then inserted like a ten minute scene of them talking about like their wedding you. and shit. And Do blah, you remember blah, blah. the first time? Oh, our first date. Our first date. And and I used the mood, a bunch of the mood ring and. But by know. the way, he's been wearing the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh god, he broke down the science of the mood ring, and basically it's oh you make it up as you go along to flirt with high school children or your yeah. future wife or. Make little girls laugh. Purple means you're in love, but really it means you're horny. What color is love? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I make this shit up as I go along. We've yeah. never been in love, so we've never seen that color. Yeah. I'm going to come out there because if I'm going to die, goddammit, I'm going to die with you. What? You can't do that. And then they both walk outside into the Raised field. by the wind. So basically they commit suicide. But they commit suicide together like a family. Yeah, giving this little girl the choice, even whether she wants exactly to or not, not just dragging her along. You know, don't worry, we'll see your parents soon, right? <laughs> Mommy's waiting for you. Oh Jesus, fucking dark Christ! <laughs> um, spoiler alert: they don't die. The event must have just ended right yeah. before we stepped. Yeah, basically, out. and they're hugging, and then it like pops up nine fifty-eight a.m. and it's like, okay, cool. What does that mean? Doesn't matter. Oh, wait, wait. There's there's the line, uh, the event must have ended before we went outside. Then it's fade to black. Yeah. Roll credits. Nope. Three months later. You better get ready for school. You wouldn't want to miss the first day schools are back open. The event ended and we don't ever think it'll ever happen again. Because why would it happen again? It appeared to be from trees. Trees will never do this to us again. And then uh, Alma looks anxious in the bathroom 
Like she has to poop, but she's not mm-hmm. going to. Mm-hmm. And then we see a pregnancy test. And she's happy. Yay! And she meets Marky Mark at the, at the front We're steps. We're not pregnant because we already have a child we can't afford. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> but they embrace. Fade to black. Roll credits. No, wait! One more ending for this movie. <laughs> In typical M. Night fashion. Fuck you for the return of the king. We have more. <laughs> We go to a park somewhere in France. Oh, en français. <laughs> and somewhere in France, guess what? Two guys are talking about a bicycle. It's happening! <laughs> but it starts with two guys talking about a bicycle. Yeah, two guys are talking about bicycles. One of them really fixated on how he's going to have to go get his bicycle. I have to go get my bicycle. Are you going to the party? Yeah, but only if I can get my bicycle. Okay. I really want to get my well, bicycle. Okay, well, let's go get your bicycle then, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to fuck this girl after I get my bicycle. Bicycle. That that got weird. Bicycle. 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 All right, anyway. Uh, And then it starts happening. (laughs) Now fade to black. Now roll credits. Fuck this movie. Written, produced, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Fuck this movie. (laughs) So, sweetie, would you recommend The Happening? I will grant that there are worse movies out there. This is a difficult one to get through, not really even because the plot is ridiculous. I actually don't mind the plot. Yeah, it, it's 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 laid idea. out. It's yeah. the plot and like the movement of it is laid out well. <laughs> the characters are awful. The awful. dialogue is awful. Yeah. If you could watch this on mute, it might help, but you still aren't going to like anybody, so you can't root for anybody. It's like Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. That was an interesting concept with completely unlikable characters. Yeah. There's nothing redeeming about any of these characters. It's true. And, I do and not give this a doesn't fuck. even have the uh, like amazing special effects and stuff or cool concepts of this futuristic world. It's just fields in Pennsylvania and old looking house farmhouses and has better graphics than the beginning of Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. But... <laughs> Spoiler alert for our movie pass episode coming soon we're gonna take a quick commercial break what and when we come back we have fun facts and what we learned from the happening and another beer and more beer commercials commercials yeah hey do you like movies hey do you like podcasts if you do then come on down and listen to the home video hustle podcast homie hustle hustle every friday we talk about whatever movie pj picks out the bag what does that mean well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hey there, bad movie fans. I'm Honor Knight, head cinematic flusher from the Soiled Restroom Cinema Podcast. If you like playing with cinematic turds as much as we do, join us each and every Thursday as we scour the bowels of streaming media to bring you the absolute worst Hollywood has to offer. Check out all of the action at our home restroom on the net, signalsoffury.com, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Soiled Restroom Cinema. We're here to flush it so you don't have to see it. 
Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. He left his home in America to the streets of Hong Kong and conquered all challengers at Kumite. Then he mastered cybernetic robotics on himself. These make me more powerful, more faster. He was also named world's greatest lover seven years in a row before retiring, then devised a simple cocktail that cured cancer. The secret is the right mix of brandevin, coconut water, and blue carousel. He was revered as a god, and every earthly desire was bestowed upon the champion. President Dukes, your hot tub is prepared for your State of the World address. We have found technology that gave us limitless energy from our sense of self-worth. World peace by all major religion now worshipping Amazon Prime and its incredible offerings and benefits and cured world hunger by making insect protein taste like bacon and eggs. Everything is incredible. But now one challenger has appeared to destroy everything himself. I have come from the future to end yours. My god, he's your exact double, but twice the size. And who knows how much stronger. Is that a rocket in his pants or some sort of ICBM defense system? Jesus, Harold and Kumar Christ. Even his splits can do splits. There's simply no defense against that. Mr. President, we must negotiate a treaty with you from the future. No, no treaty. No retreat, no surrender. I'm gonna kick that son of a bitch ass so hot that the next me wannabe is gonna feel it. Wait, is that right? Whoop-a! 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 This is the most incredible final fight ever! What? Now they're going through the walls and are fighting in the streets! Ooh, that Ford Transit just got crushed and split in half! That's some serious Van Damage. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. In his Academy Award nominated role based on about a true story of blood sport love. You can never beat me. Ha! You're wrong. I beat myself twice a day. Double dudes. And we're back. Oh my god, after the happening, those ads are like a breath of fresh air. Like a gentle breeze convincing me to commit suicide. No, wait, no, to not commit suicide <laughs> and live on because they're great podcasts. Indeed. Ah, man, 
Kind of a little parched, though, after those. Yeah, well, I have something for you from Slow Brew, San Luis Obispo Brewing. We have Wave Wrangler Session IPA. Ooh. It's in a tall boy can, 16 ounces, 4.8% uh, alcohol by volume. We're always chasing down great waves here on the Central Coast. We also love wrangling in our favorite hops. Like heaps of Amarillo and Citra, we used to make this super sessionable IPA. The low alcohol won't hold you down while hop bursting brings on flavor bliss. Slow Brew's been handcrafting award-winning craft beer on the Central California coast since 1988. All right. So I'm going to pop my top here. Oh, my top! All right. And the pour. That is a pretty beer. Yeah. Ooh, and you get the Amarillo right off the top. Oh, oh careful, Ooh. careful. Mmm. Sucking some head. <laughs> yeah. Gaby. You get the Citra and uh, Amarillo on that head there. It's got a little bit of a hot paste, but it's a really clear beer. Nice and bright. It's kind of a uh, dark straw color. Lots of foamy head. Yeah, that's a good, uh, well-rounded hop characteristic on that. But, but yeah, really light. Uh, yeah. Being a session IPA makes sense, but... And it's not overly hoppy, which I like. Some, yeah. some A lot of times IPAs, especially West Coast IPAs, just burn out all your taste buds with so much hop. This is uh, this you could actually taste other things after you've had it. Yeah, real good. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely give them a chance. So, mm. Steve, do you have any fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts for of us? Of course I do. First fun fact. This was M. Night's first R-rated film. What? Yeah. Uh, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, and all those others. Uh, what if Lady in the Water was a hard R? <laughs> be a lot more sex. That movie would be so weird. A lot more nudity. So much more veg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is also his first film in which he does not physically appear for a cameo. What? Uh, instead, he is the voice of Joey, uh, who calls Alma a few times throughout the movie. So he's the guy who wants to fuck uh, Marky Mark's wife? That's the one. All right. Uh, but the audience never sees him nor learns of his fate. Uh, Mark Wahlberg admitted regretting working on The Happening, <laughs> uh, but he said, you can't blame me for wanting to try to play a science teacher. At least I wasn't playing a cop or a crook. What? Yeah. He'd, he'd be having a point. Uh, the movie was shot completely in sequence. Oh, you're good for them. <laughs> or perhaps I misread that and it's completely in sequence. Sequence. <laughs> You know how many filters I had to throw it, throw over it to like downplay the sequence. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's the real happening. <laughs> uh, the DVD also contains a deleted scene of a piano recital that suddenly becomes tragic, uh, captured on a cell phone, and an extended, more gruesome versions of the lion attack and the port shooting scenes. You know, I think any more actually makes those less believable. Yeah. Already, the lion one's hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Towards the end of the movie, Alma puts something into Jess's backpack. The backpack has a picture from the show Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. This is an allusion to The Last Airbender movie, which was also directed by M. Night Shyamalan two years later. Let me put it to you this way. They gave M. Night Shyamalan the keys to the adaptation of Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'm, ass- I'm assuming weeks before they saw this movie. <laughs> I just... His type of movies and that show, I'm. Who made that call? Was it just that they they just wanted any big name? Like, I, what if Scorsese wanted it? Or John Woo? 
No, I, I can't even say, like, maybe they won. No, I'm just saying, like, big names that would be also ridiculous with... with yeah. I feel like John Woo would have done Avatar yeah. Justice. I, lots of flaming doves and yeah. action and... Yeah. I mean, Qu- I've seen Face Off. He knows how to work with kids. Yeah. <laughs> and the last fun fact. Mm-hmm. Kind of alluded to it earlier. They say happen or happening over 25 times in this movie. It's over. That that fact is off. It's more than that. <laughs> it's it's more be. than that. What happened to the bees? Something's happening. That happens within like three minutes. It's true. Uh, I, think, I think it happened in the trailer, too. Where it was three or four times. What happened in the trailer? The happening. The happening's happening? Always. Oh, shit. Or did it already happen? Did the happening happen already? So sweet. Or are we still waiting for the happening to happen? What did we learn happened from the happening? That, that word has lost all meaning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I learned that if you give somebody a penny on the first day and double it every day for a month, you give them over $10 million. Good for them. Right? I learned be nice to plants, guys. Be and, nice to plants. And be nice to bees. Please, please help us end the bee diamond mines. <laughs> I mean, do I need to play in the arms of the angels? Arms of the angels. Little bee workers carrying diamonds on the, in their little bee bellies and puking them up instead of trying oh, to harvest honey. Those little picks just tapping away. <laughs> you know, tiny, those tiny picks. little picks. Do you know how many bees you need to get through just like one you rock? Have, you gotta have like four bees carrying a diamond. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, Steve, it's so sad. Yes. So, Steve, yeah, do you recommend this movie? Oh, uh, no. No, no, no. I would not recommend that happening. Uh, I would recommend listening to this podcast again before. <laughs> <laughs> so, you find out the secret of who's keeping the bees captive. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Joey was keeping the bees captive? Damn you, M. Night. No! Anyway, <sighs> thank you for listening. Uh, yes, thank you. We really you. do appreciate it. Of course, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, check out hashtag Castaways for other great podcasts out there. Yeah, uh, we have a Patreon page. Feel free to swing on by. And a big thank you to our Patreon members. Uh, we currently have Eric and Ruben. You guys Woo! are awesome. Uh, Mitch and Dando from the Ow! Four Finger Discount. Uh, Drew from the Real Feels Woo! Podcast. Uh, Jared and Elisa from the Sci-Fi Double Woo! Feature Drive-In Podcast. And the ladies from Happily Ever Aftermath. You're all amazing. We love you. And of course, uh, gee, what do we have coming up this week? On Friday, we uh, have our mini episode coming up. Mini episode! Uh, We got Movie Pass. What? And we're going to have, well, it's a couple weeks late, so there might be some spoilers in it, but uh, definitely worth a listen, especially if you've. uh, Everything I spoiled about movies. Uh, we have other great interviews and stuff coming up during Disaster Month and great yeah. movies. Oh my god, I'm excited. Oh. Also, if you need any merch, I have a fabulous Etsy with all kinds of fun posters yes. and uh, prints of art that I've physically done. If you want to know all the American dog breeds, I got them on a fucking poster. If you want cute little snuggly movie monsters cuddling kittens, I got them on a poster. I got cat breeds. Don't forget your uh, ratty muffins. I got cute little snuggly ratty muffins. They're, it's rat love. 
little snuggly pile of raddies. I've got cats, dogs, monsters, all kinds of fun stuff. You can find that at Untidy Venus, a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, .etsy.com. Also, I have all those things available under Untidy Venus on on my tea public. It that's under Untidy Venus. On Redbubble, I realize I've been giving you guys the wrong one. It's under Izzy Creates. I Z Z Y capital C R E A T E S. Izzy Creates. Nice. So yeah, definitely check it out. Um, and until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. So what's happening with the happening? Did it already happen? Did uh, we miss it? What? No. <laughs> we didn't miss it. Whispering. Planning on stealing something. No, ma'am, we're not. Plan on murdering me in my sleep. What? No. What? No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. Ma'am, we're not. What? No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. What? 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 I hear you whispering. What? No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. Ma'am, we're not. What? No. What? No. What? No. What? No. Why would you just stop? You can't just leave us here. Sir, we lost contact. With whom? Everyone. What? Just stop. You can't just leave us here. What? Just stop. You can't just leave us here. What? Just stop. You can't just leave us here. What? No. What? Just stop. You can't just leave us here. What? Just stop. You can't just leave us here. What? Just stop. You can't just leave us here. What? No. What about, hey, what about what? that? Toxin? Toxin is affecting them. What about hey, what about what? that? You're just shocked. Your mouth is hanging open. And when we screened it for the first time, people came out and they were so shaken. They were just, they just stood outside and like holding their arms and stuff. And I was like, this is good. This is really good. What? No.